What's up, guys? Welcome to the Music Box Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Wade. I'm here with my brother, Jimmy. Hey, guys. On the Music Box Podcast this week, we are talking about our favorite covers, whether they're new or they're old. And uh, just before this, you heard a little outtake. We wanted to give you a laugh of what happens sometimes before we hit record. So coming up today on the Music Box Podcast, we're talking about our favorite covers. Welcome back, everybody. So covers, man. Like... If you, like Wade and I, if you grew up playing music in bands, you know all about covers. You've covered all of your favorite bands live. But you start you start going through your head and you're like, what are my favorite covers from my favorite bands? That's a really hard question, man. Yeah, and you think, like, when I started, I had, like, couple, three popping in my head right away. Sure. Like, immediately. And then I started thinking, oh, wait, that that's a cover. Yeah. Oh, and this one song by this one band's a cover. And then I got into doing some research. Did you know that Respect by Aretha Franklin is a cover? I did not. Yes, that's an Otis Redding tune. Oh, it makes sense. Okay. Maybe I have heard that, actually. That's crazy, right? I mean, I yeah. was floored when I found out Respect was a cover. I mean, R-E-F-P-C-T-C. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goes, my god! I'm not, not that good at spelling. Jimmy Trey went to college. Whatever it goes. Trey went to college yesterday, and Jimmy lost his mind, so he can't spell. Shout out to Trey. Stay in school, kids. What up, Trey? Of course, like any Joan Jett song you've ever heard is a cover. There's no original Joan Jett songs. They're all covers. Every single one of them. Wow. Every single one. And there's just a ton of great covers. And, it, like, the farther I got into it, the more I was like, oh, that that song's got to go on my list. That song's got to go on sure. my list. And I got a list of way too many songs here, but we'll try to keep it down to a couple or three, right? We're going to try to go 25 minutes or so, yeah. 25, 30 minutes. So, you know, 45 minutes, we'll say goodbye. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. That's a great intro for uh, our podcast this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, the audience continues to grow on Anchor. Um, you guys share this podcast. Share it with your friends. Tell them about it if you like to listen uh, on your commute to work or whatever it is. Uh, we're very appreciative of your attention. And uh, tweet us at the Music Box Pod. Follow us. We actually did get a follower this week, and it was Bobby Shaw. Bobby Shaw! Bobby Shaw Good followed dude, the Music Box podcast. So uh, shout out to Bobby Shaw. He didn't say anything to us, but uh, well, hey, man. The man of few words. Yeah, man of few words. But um, our favorite covers. When I Second started, best drummer I know, incidentally, Bobby Shaw. Really? Yeah, next to the person to my right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome, man. Thank you, man. Um, I think when it comes to covers... I don't. I, I start digging into the underground. I start. Yeah. Di- I start digging into people who have taken a song and made it 
completely different yeah. than what that actual version of that song was, the first one, the writer or the person who sang it for the writer or whatever the deal was. So I might have some obscure ones a little bit, but uh, that's kind of how I roll. I like to, I like to introduce people to very much different stuff. And you right. might be on the same page with me. You might yeah. have some covers that are, oh. or you might be just surprising us with the fact that this song is actually a cover, you know, well, but, um, there's just so many great covers and it's like, I spent as much time on this topic as I've spent on any topic. And every time I was like, okay, this is the list. This is the list. I'd be like, <laughs> what? That's a cover? Or, oh, I completely forgot about this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's like a wormhole. It is so Into deep the wormhole, too. which is what we tried to name our podcast, but somebody already had it. I thought the wormhole would have been great. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> What's your first cover, <laughs> Wade? Let's not... <laughs> Let's not go into a wormhole. Let's not go into a wormhole. Let's <laughs> I talk about it. the music box. Uh, the music box. Here we go. My first cover uh, this week is by a band called Seether. Seether. <laughs> There's somebody knocking on the door. That's never happened before. <laughs> I can answer the door. Right? I can Let's see what out. happens. Hello. Sometimes when you're making a podcast in your house, your kid needs his fan. Just a thing that happens. Anybody listening with kids will know what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. Nothing. We're in the middle of making a podcast and you're knocking on the door. Love you. No, I understand. Thank you for knocking. Love you. All right. <laughs> I'm confused. Hang on. I'm going to have to edit it. Yeah. All right. So my first favorite cover, it's very hard to narrow them down, but my first favorite cover is from a band called Seether, who uh, became pretty popular late 90s, early 2000s. Um, they cover a George Michael song called Careless Whisper. And um, Seether's nice, cover yeah. of Careless Whisper is right up my alley. All the the saxophone. Everybody remembers the saxophone from Careless Whisper, right? right? Yeah. Um, the saxophone is done on distorted lead guitar. Love that. And that guy's raspy voice singing this song. Um, the bridge is super heavy and melodic and, um, they don't change much. They just make it heavy. Yeah. And, uh, I really, really, really enjoy Seether's cover of Careless Whisper. So listeners, if, have you heard it, Jimmy? I have heard it. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Um, listeners, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Seether, Careless Whisper. It's fantastic. What's funny is that segues pretty well. Into the first cover I was going to talk about for a pretty similar reason. So one of my favorite bands, one of our favorite bands, uh, are the Foo Fighters. Oh, you're taking right? one of my songs right now. And they... You're taking one of my songs right no, now. They have a pile of covers. 
They're they're a band that covers songs from from time to time. And as soon as we talked about doing favorite covers, the two of the first songs that popped in my head were Foo Fighter covers. Okay. And the first one was Darling Nikki. Yeah, that's my favorite. I love their cover of Darling Nikki. But I decided that the one I would bring up is the Foo Fighter cover of the Jay Rafferty song, Baker Street. Oh, wow. For the same reason. Okay, first of all, Baker Street is one of the first songs that I remember loving as a little kid to where when I heard it, I was like, oh, it just like did something to yeah, me. Yeah, it did something for Like me. it affected me. And then when the Foo Fighters covered it, and like you were talking about where the guitar comes in and plays the saxophone part, yeah, just absolutely blows me away. And that song rocks so hard when yes, the Foo's do it. All those guitars, that wall of sound, just great. It gets so huge and just like perfect arena rock anthem that it breaks down for the verse. You know what I mean? Yes. And even the the chorus is pretty laid back. Yep. And then there's those breaks in between where it just is like, bam, bam. You know what I mean? It's just jangling guitars and noise. I love that cover. I'm going to have to listen to that oh, again. Oh, it is fantastic. Because I, I, I can't pull it to my memory at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Well, the Baker Street, the original, is such a kind of, it's sort of this mellow, sort of like it's almost recorded quietly. Right, so like all of the parts are kind of quiet. Uh, the saxophone is definitely the star of the show in the original, mm-hmm. but the, when the Foo's cover, it is just loud and heavy, and it's like it was born to be a rock what, song. Like what that. what uh was that on an album? I don't think it is on an album. Um, okay. but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Do you know how long ago? I'm like. Your live recordings and stuff like that, do you know? Actually, there is a studio version of it because that's what I listened to on... Was it on like Sonic Highways or something? YouTube. It isn't on Sonic Highways. I know that. Um, Because they wrote those songs in those cities. I don't don't know. I don't think it's on an album. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. But there is a studio version of it. Because what I listened to was a studio version, much like the Darling Nikki cover. Right. It's also a studio version, but I don't know if it appears on an album or not. No, it doesn't, but it's really hard to find. It is hard to find, you can, but you can find it on YouTube immediately. Really? Yeah, it pops right up on YouTube. Ah, I got to find that yep. and listen to it again, because the first time I remember hearing it was on our local new rock station. Right. Uh, it's called The, the X. X. Yeah. And... Um, they played that version. So we're talking 2008 or 9, probably. Yeah, wow. 2007. Wow. Yeah. And I remember driving down the interstate, coming home from work, and hearing Dave Scroll, Dave Grohl scream. Dave Scroll. Dave yeah, Scroll I'm having Green. speech yeah. problems too. Dave Grohl scream. Ah! Nikki, like screaming it like crazy, and I almost pulled over. Yeah, and the guys in the truck with me didn't really realize what was going on, but it has <laughs> it has definitely stuck yeah. with me that that is a fantastic cover of a Prince song, and that was one of my songs. And you stole my thunder, but that's totally cool because sometimes we do think alike. Other than last week, that um, was fun. 
Last week we had a great conversation. Have we done that before where we had the same song? Even though we had different songs, I mean, I mentioned Probably one of not. your songs. I don't Probably think not. that's happened before. Probably not. Cool. But um, so, darling Nikki was on my list. Give me, give me, give me another favorite cover. We're just gonna, we're gonna well, shotgun these things to you today. While we're in the Prince vein, Prince is a has been covered and covered and covered. Yeah, yeah. Right, and one of his most one of the Prince songs that's most famously covered is Nothing Compares to You. Yeah. Sinead O'Connor had a massive oh, worldwide hit with that song. Do it. If you've never heard the Prince version of it, it's uh, it's similar, but it's got these little gospel breaks in it, those little runs in between, mm-hmm. or these little gospel breaks when Prince does it, and it's really cool. But my favorite... Say it. My favorite... I know where you're going, Jimmy. Cover, which I love the Sinead O'Connor version. I thought that was a great song as soon as I heard it the first time. Nah. But the Chris Cornell cover yeah, of Nothing baby. Compares to You, it's a live kind of recording, and it is just awe-inspiring. He's such a great talent, but when he covers that song, to me, I just feel it. Like, he feels it, I feel it. And his, you know, obviously his talent was immense. But when I hear, when I when I heard that cover the first time, I felt like he was right there in it and that he was super connected to the song. Sure. And it is one of my favorite covers yeah, of all so time. Yeah, so we're, we're sure. looking at over two years uh, without the great voice of, or three years uh, without wow. the great voice of Mr. Chris Cornell. And if you're not a Chris Cornell fan or a Soundgarden fan or an Audio Slave fan, you're missing one of the best lead vocalists in history. Yeah, one of the most talented singers that's ever lived. Yeah. And it probably in the top four or five rock singers of all time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I would put him up there in the top three. Yeah. I honestly would. Yeah. I really would. Um, And so if you're not a fan or you don't really know about 90s music or anything like that or that grunge Seattle grunge era go back listen to this cover yeah it's stripped down and it's raw which is something that Jimmy and I take uh, oh, we, we really really love that love because it. we love the unproduced the real the the mistakes the imperfections of somebody's voice because that's really what is real yeah and uh, this version of Nothing Compares to You from Cornell is one of his best. It is haunting. It is yeah. fan-stinking-tastic. Yes. I said stinking. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. Um, so we mentioned last week this song, and it's one of my favorites um, also, just because of the songwriting aspect of it. Um we're we're kind of just shooting these out to you with no list, no time limit, nothing like that. We're just throwing our favorite covers out there to you for you to listen. Uh, Bob Dylan wrote a song called "To Make You Feel My Love." Yeah. And um, well, when I was a kid, I heard Garth Brooks sing it for the first time. Yeah. And um, uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that is one of my favorite country covers. There is another cover. That I would say is up there with me. Um, Travis Trick kind of redid an Eagle song. He he did take it easy and made it yeah. a hit in the country realm. Right, yeah. 
um, right about the time that the Eagles were f- like really kind of floundering. Yeah. They didn't really know what was going on and all that stuff. Man, crazy um, stuff was going on. Travis Tritt and the Eagles made a record together. Remember yeah. that? And uh, or 1992 or it's like something. Like a crossroads thing, was it? Yeah, something. I, I mean, it was I, something I think like they that. did a yeah. record. Maybe so. Uh, yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, we Jimmy and I fly off the cuff, so we don't fact check. We don't have all of our ducks in a row. <laughs> if and, we're wrong, send us a note. Oh yeah, I'm sure we miss sight Twitter. Miss miss say something, but uh, uh, we're we're right in the ballpark. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right in the ballpark, but um, Travis Tritt's "Taking It Easy" is a very good cover of an amazing, of amazing Eagle song. It's an Eagle song, man. So it, it's great. But uh, Bob Dylan, um, sorry, excuse me, Garth Brooks's cover of Bob Dylan's "To Make You Feel My Love" is one of my favorites, along with Adele singing the same song. Yeah, it's to a make great. You feel my love. It's just such a great song. It really, if you can sing, yeah, you can sing the phone book. And it'd be okay. Yeah. And Garth is one of the best country singers that we've ever, ever had. He's the first one to like really start adding like ad libs and like <laughs> moving his voice up and down. Like, yeah, every, every line of a Garth Brooks song, I don't know if you've noticed, if you go back and listen to a Garth Brooks song, he does a, he does a, whoa, he does like this, this move in his yeah. voice. All the time. He was the first person to yeah. really start like playing around with something other than a very simplistic melody and, and, right. and phrasing. Yeah. And so he sings this song beautifully. But if you can sing, you can sing the phone book. And from yeah. Adele to Garth Brooks, it's a fantastic song. The song is going to live on for the rest of time. Yeah. If Lil Nas X does a cover... Of to make you feel my love, <laughs> it will probably be number one, and I'll be a very mad man. He's finished. <laughs> He's done. He's finished. His, I'll, his... I'll say this about Garth Brooks as a person who isn't necessarily a fan of country music. Didn't grow up a fan of mainstream country music. Like we listened to the Bellamy Brothers and Merle Haggard when I was a kid. Yeah, baby. But when the you know, when the mainstream country radio station was on, I was not in a good mood. I didn't like listening to it. But I think probably my favorite thing about Garth Brooks uh, isn't necessarily his talent. It's the fact that he was never the type of person who was married to a song because it was a, quote, country song. Sure. Like, he was a guy that was willing to cover a song because he loved the song. And if country radio accepted that, then so be it. If they didn't, then so be it. Of course, you know, everybody gets to that point in their career where they're driving the bus now and they can do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But I've always had a lot of respect for Garth Brooks as an artist in that when when he decided to do things, he did it on based on the merits of how he felt about the music itself. Sure. Rather than some standard that he felt like he was being held held to by his public or the record company or whatever. Sure. And I think that authenticity is what drove people to like him. Yeah. So I agree. there's a serious XM station called the Garth Channel. Yep. And well, he, I listen to it quite a bit. And he always introduces songs or he gives stories about how he wrote songs. Yeah. And his passion for the song. Yep. Like the the passion for the music, that's what comes out. Garth changed, man. He changed 
the entertainment business when it came to concerts. Yeah, no. Well, if we he, were talking that. Now listen, he brought the rock show to country music. He did. He brought an '80s uh, hair metal band rock show to a country audience, and they ate it up. Yes, sir. I mean, they ate it up, and he has all the money to prove it. Uh, yes, and the <laughs> album sales. Yeah, that was before the death of yeah. the album. Yeah, and but. I guarantee you he sold more high-end concert tickets than anybody that was active in the era that he was active, when he was actively touring and performing. And honestly, if you look at his last world tour, yeah, or his North American tour, what, was 17 and 18? He sold out three and four nights in each city yeah. in the stadium. Yeah, just a great entertainer. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is because of his passion for, like you said, I love the way you said it, his passion for the song. And he picked great songs. He picked great songs, yeah. Because right. he loves songs. He's yeah. a guy that loves songs. And I feel like I feel like maybe Garth Brooks and I are kindred spirits in that way a little bit, <laughs> in that I will love a song whether I'm proud of that fact or not. Or if you if, like that band or yeah. anything. If I hear a song and I like it, then I just like it. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. I'm with you. Like think of think of some Garth Brooks songs, man. The River. Yeah. The dance is as great a song as there's ever been. I cannot pick my guitar up and start playing the dance yeah. and not start to cry. What a beautiful song. What a beautiful song. Oh I'm my so gosh, glad man. he recorded it. And then you had anthems with the friends in low places that were oh, like yeah. big honky tonks and yeah. stuff like that. A Papa Mama and all of that stuff. But uh, man, Garth Brooks. Hats off to you, brother. You did a fantastic job of picking songs. Uh, what what's on the back to our topic? We're today on the music box music box podcast. We're t- I am tongue tied. If it had today, been the bro. wormhole, you could have said that. <clears throat> I could have <laughs> music box podcast. We're talking about our favorite covers, and we're just kind of shotgunning them to you today. Uh, what do you got next, Jimmy? Well, I have a whole bunch, but uh, favorites. Favorites. Uh, this one is probably. I don't, I'm not going to say it's my favorite cover on the list, but it's a song that I adore, and it's uh, Jeff Buckley's cover of Hallelujah. Oh. Uh it's just so raw and passionate, and I seriously, I've heard that song a thousand times. And it makes me cry like every fifth time I hear it. Honestly, That's, it's, it's the, just incredibly powerful, and it's the recording is just so it's just so him and a guitar. You feel like you're in the room with them. It just there's so much passion and raw energy, and it's a beautiful song anyway. Uh, it just to me, it's just one of the great covers of all time, and I, I'll say that against any cover you can bring up. Yeah, um, but I think this honestly, if we're if we're stripping it down to bare bones, does this come down to? It's a great song. It's a great song. That song's been covered dozens of times, at least. But to me, that Jeff Buckley cover is just so what that song was meant to be. It was meant to be a guy with a clean guitar in a room feeling that beautiful song and performing it. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite 
lines of that song is when they actually go to the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, and the major, major lift. lift. Like that, that actual the baffled king composing hallelujah. Yeah, oh. the, but Woo! that's that's actually where they are in the scale. Yeah, and people don't even really it's realize such a brilliant that. songwriting. Yeah, uh, but Buckley just such a I don't know that his his history. If you don't know his history, you know look him up. But you know his history is kind of a tortured soul, and that song being so you know, lending itself to that sort of mentality so beautifully and so poetically. If it's just the marriage of those two things and, you know, in hindsight, knowing what a tortured soul he was. Sure. But when I hear that, I just can't separate who he is from that performance of that song. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, great songs great this songs, week, man. man. Let, me, let me shotgun a couple more at you. Um, I said it last week. Some of my uh, favorite covers is by a band called Quiet Drive. They have an album called Your Record, Our Spin. They cover a Cindy Lauper song, uh, Time After Time. Yeah. The Cindy Lauper. Man, that song's been covered a ton, too. Yeah, yeah. That's a great song, but also. They rock it out. Okay. Yeah. And so that's my man, my soul moves to rock and roll constantly. Like I'm, oh, I listen to rock and roll every day in some whether it's metal or rock or um, rap core, what whatever it is, every day. Yeah. Um, and then all of my other, depending on my mood, I sprinkle in everything else from from uh, from Nickel Creek to to yeah. uh, uh, Amos Lee to County Crows to all of these other Matchbox Twenty type stuff. Yep. Um, no, I'm the same way. I'm. At my in my soul, I'm a rock and roll guy, mm-hmm. but I listen to a lot of different stuff. But definitely, it all it all starts out with rock and roll for me. Absolutely. My other um, cover by Quiet Drive on the same record, your record, our spin, is um, Africa from Toto. They cover at uh, Toto's Africa, and they yeah. do it so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah very we talked clean. about that. Yeah, we did. Um, my last one, because yep. we're at 25 minutes, yep. and I want to try to stick to the plan. Sticking to the plan. <clears throat> my last one um, recently, uh, this this could cause some controversy, but uh, recently Marilyn Manson yeah. covered Cry Little Sister. <clears throat> I haven't heard that. It is typical Manson style. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little gothic. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Little, little squeaking. Little here. squeaky. Yeah. Little. Uh, but it's felt. I yeah. think that's the word. Like it, it is definitely felt. Who sang "Cry Little Sister" first? Do you remember the first time you heard it? Help me, man. We're off the cuff. This is what happens. I didn't do my homework. You you got the phone that can look up. Um, but anyway, yeah, Marilyn Manson. He did a a fantastic cover of "Cry Little Sister." That I actually listen to a couple of times a week, man. And that's pretty good with all the plethora of music that's coming out. So, um... Cry Little Sister. Man, there's been a few covers of that, too. Silver Sun Pickups covered it. Really? Yeah. Seasons After, The Lost Brothers, L.A. Guns. L.A. Guns were in town not two months ago. Really? At the Meteor, and we missed it. 
That would have been cool to see L.A. Guns. That would have been cool. Yeah, because I, I mean, I don't know what song they sing, but oh, I know who they are. I used to listen to them a lot back in the old days. What a freaking awesome name for a band, though. Yeah. L.A. Guns. L.A. Guns. Gosh, Cry Little Sister. Cry Little Sister. We'll have to figure out who sang we'll that. Figure out who, who Marilyn the original Manson. version was. Uh, give me, um, give me your last one, Jimmy. Okay, so I've always said that my favorite cover is. Mrs. Robinson by the Lemonheads. I know. I and it gosh. makes makes Wade mad. I just but it's such a bland song. I love that song. And the Lemonheads turning it into a little garage band punk number. I got and it. And it just like it almost suits the song better than the original to me. It sh- yeah, it should be kind of funny. Yeah. And Go that's ahead. that's just one of my favorite covers because I think that that the kind of the vein they do it in, like Simon and Garfunkel are world class musicians, right? But the Lemonheads are a garage band, and that song suits the garage band motif right. to a T. Right, and so I- <laughs> that's just I've when we like months ago we were talking about starting a podcast, and. We talked about doing, you know, at some point in the future, doing an episode about I remember, covers. dude. I remember. I said, right there, we were sitting at Levi's. Yep. And I said, the Lemonheads cover of Mrs. Robinson's one of my favorite all-time covers. And I said, oh my gosh, that's there's so many more that are better. Yeah. Oh, there are. <sighs> and there were so many that came through my head. There's a live King's X version of Manic Depression that will melt your face. Yes. Love that. I should listen to that. Like, like a new face. Johnny Cash... Did a whole record of covers. He covered Hurt Rusty Cage he by co- Soundgarden. Oh my god! He covered Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. Yes. They're both and, stunning and produced by Rick Rubin. I was gonna way. say that. Get yeah. out of my brain. Get out of my brain. You <laughs> right up in your weirdo head today. And you know, uh. there's just so many great covers through time. Drop us a line. On the anchor Yeah, app. please, yeah. Or tweet at us. Let us know what your favorite covers are. The, We'd love to hear from you. I'll give a shout-out. We will give a big shout-out to the person who tweets us at the Music Box Pod or leaves us a message on Anchor of your favorite cover. Let us know. We want to we dig into this world a little more um, and just kind of see what people who are listening are listening to, man. Can I do some quick honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Songs Get it. that I was going to talk about that I didn't. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Higher Ground. Oh, I love that one. Joe Cocker with a little help from my friends. Uh, Man for Man's Earth Band, Blinded by the Light. That's one of those that I like the cover version better than the original. Uh, Honorable mentions, me and Bobby McGee, Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin. Uh, Counting Crows cover, A Friend of the Devil is one of my favorites. Whitney, of course, I Will Always Love You. Love You. Nickel Creek covers a song called Hayloft. By a band called Mother Mother. They're like an indie rock band from Canada. <laughs> Gosh. Just so many great Reach great into covers. the bag, yeah. Jimmy. Reach okay. into it. Yeah. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Um, so I have uh, started um, each week right before we sign off. We've been giving you some uh, just kind of what we've been um, listening to. And... Uh, I recently stumbled upon a very cool video on Facebook, actually, of Keith Urban singing with a guy named Foy Vance. 
F-O-Y-V-A-N-C-E. Super soulful, uh, old school, country, bluesy, Amos Lee kind of feel, man. It's super, super cool. But he has a new record. My new, new music of the week is Foy Vance, and his new record is called To Memphis, and it comes out, ah, I think in September. But um, he's got a couple of other uh, records, uh, Joy of Nothing, The Wild Swan, plenty of music on, on, on Apple or Spotify or whatever you stream your music through. Um, uh, Foy Vance, take a listen to him if you need music to just chill, take a bath, like road trip type music. It's fantastic. Foy Vance, that's my new music of the week. So what you got for me, Jimmy? Well, for me, I'm going to go with something I've been listening to for a while now, but I just wanted to mention on the air because I just love this artist so much and I love this album so much. I'm listening to it at least once a week right now, end to end. The artist's name is Caitlin Smith. C-A- Such a generic name. Yeah, C-A-I-T-L-Y-N Smith. The album is called Starfire. It's a singer-songwriter, kind of Nashville-y. Just a lot of really great kind of bluesy country work on here. Uh, just some beautiful songwriting. Some really deeply sad country songs. Did you send some this really, to me? You I sent, sent this, this to me. a while back. And I loved it. Ago. Yeah. Wow. It's a great album. Do yourself a favor. Just whatever you stream music on, just give it a listen, and you're going to fall in love if you're not already on board with Caitlin Smith. Hey, I love the Music Box podcast. Love we it. just shouted out to Foy Vance and Caitlin, Caitlin Smith. Caitlin Smith, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for listening to our favorite covers and our new music of the week. Next week, we're coming back with, who knows, man. Another topic. Another topic. On the Music Box Podcast, we will see you and talk to you next week.